everyone, and welcome to Tyler at SW Collector 3.75's Top 25 for SWTVC March Madness 2023. This is my list for this year. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, I'm also going to be comparing it to last year's list. Um, I don't have a visual handy for the first year that we did this, but uh, I do know that there's a lot of repeat characters from year to year, and uh, I'll get into that. First up is the TIE Fighter Pilot. I think that we are well overdue for a newly tooled definitive TIE Fighter Pilot. The existing one that is in the Vintage Collection, the sculpt is ancient. I think it is almost 20 years old at this point. Um, it's really, really old and very outdated. And we really need a definitive TIE Fighter Pilot. And also, that could then be repainted to create an ATAT pilot. So uh, I'm pretty sure they're basically identical, slight, slight changes, but uh, yeah, for the most part, easy repaint. At number 24, I have the patrol trooper from Solo, A Star Wars Story. And this isn't the last Solo character that will be on my list, but the only existing patrol trooper that we have is 5POA and it's an okay figure it came in a troop builder pack but obviously leaves much to be desired in the way of articulation I, I love this trooper I think he's super cool you know you could do a lot with him in sort of Coruscant underworld kind of dioramas if we had you know a definitive figure of him so that's a figure that I'd really like to see in the vintage collection at number 23, I have the Sith Fleet Technician from The Rise of Skywalker. I really love these guys. I love the aesthetics of these guys. They're very reminiscent of, um, you know, the Imperial Navy troopers with their really big, wide helmets. Only these guys have sort of a blast shield down in front of their helmets, uh, which brings a certain more facelessness to them. Um, super cool. Love the aesthetics of the final order and I'll get more into that soon, but, uh, he's number 23 for me this year. Last year he was number 22. So he did drop down one, but, uh, it's a figure I wish that I could place higher on my list. But unfortunately I think that there are other characters I need to prioritize a little bit more. He probably won't make it into the bracket, but I had to highlight him once more. At number 22 is Deidre Miro, Lieutenant Deidre Miro, or is it Dedra? I don't know. Someone's going to yell at me in the comments. Anyways, Miro is an awesome character from Andor, one of the main characters in the series. Obviously, we need her in the Vintage Collection. And not only that, but a Lieutenant Miro figure could unlock an all-new definitive female imperial officer body the tooling from that could then be used for other characters such as tala from the obi-wan series or you know they could put out a new juno eclipse and put her on a gaming greats card that'd be pretty cool i'd be down for that or any number of other female imperial officers over the years like uh ray sloan anyways i just think it would be really cool to have her in the vintage collection 
and also they could reuse that tooling for other things. At number 21 is Cobb Vanth from The Mandalorian. This is his armored look when he was wearing Boba Fett's armor. Now, I realize that a lot of people want to see the unarmored look so that he can face down, you know, Cad Bane. And I totally understand that. Uh, I would like to see that version as well. And perhaps with the amazing engineering that Hasbro has these days and the, the incredible tooling that they're capable of and sculpting, uh, maybe they could create a Cobb Vanth with removable armor in some way. But if not, then I think that we need to prioritize his debut appearance first. I'm always an advocate of debut appearances coming first. So that is the version that I would prefer to see first. At number 20 is the Sith Eternal Officer, also known as Lieutenant Lenwith from The Rise of Skywalker. He is the male Sith Eternal Officer that you see in a few scenes on the Star Destroyers and whatnot. Uh, I love the Final Order. I love the aesthetics of their uniforms, you know, the officers, uh, much, much more than the First Order. I think that the Final Order, you know, aesthetically and uniform-wise, and also in terms of the Star Destroyers, uh, look more like natural descendants of the Galactic Empire than the First Order does. Um, I, I'm not really a big fan of the First Order at all. I think they, they're like the, the great value empire. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just can't do it with their big floppy, stupid hats and uh, their duck face, you know, duck helmet stormtroopers. It's just, they're just terrible. I'm sorry, I just can't do it. I vastly prefer the Sith troopers and the Final Order. Um, even if they were just in one movie and one battle, I just think they look so much cooler. And I wish, I wish that they were just in all three movies in the sequel trilogy. But it is what it is. At number 19 is Captain Sabrand, the female Sith Eternal slash Final Order officer who reports to General Pride, who's also on my list coming up soon. I think she's a really cool character. I'd love to see her in the vintage collection as well. Uh, I'd love to see those two officers on my shelf in front of all my Sith troopers. Um, probably not ever going to happen, but a man can dream. At number 18 is General Hux from The Force Awakens. Uh, General Hux is not my favorite character, and uh, the First Order is not my favorite faction, and the sequel trilogy is not my favorite trilogy. This should come as a surprise to absolutely no one. Uh, <laughs> but... I still want to see him in the Vintage Collection because there are many people who did army build, you know, First Order armies and deserve to have a definitive General Hux in front of their armies on a shelf or in some of the amazing community photography that people do. So that's a character I think deserves and needs to be in the Vintage Collection. Number 17, we have General Pride. For all the same reasons that I just said, I actually have a fairly large Sith Trooper slash Sith Jet Trooper army, um, and I would love to see a General Pride figure standing in front of them. I think that would be super cool. 
Uh, General Pride was on my list last year as well. Uh, at number 16 on my list this year, he's number 17. So fairly consistent, um, probably not going to score high enough to make it into the bracket. But again, just another figure that I really wanted to highlight. I love that character. I think he's sort of the uh, Tarkin of the final order. So, all right, go ahead and get mad at me now. Anyways, number 16 is Asajj Ventress from the Clone Wars. I mean, what do I what more do I even need to say about this? It's Ventress. Like, she's one of the main villains of the prequel era of the Clone Wars. She's such a badass, popular character and she just absolutely deserves to be in the vintage collection. The Black Series got her recently. Now it's time for the Vintage Collection to follow suit. At number 15 is Emperor Palpatine from his Senate coronation scene. The Republic will be reorganized into the First Galactic Empire. You know, that scene. (laughs) That probably wasn't as good as I could really do if I really tried, but... Anyways, you know the scene. He's wearing this blood red robe. The attack on my life has left me scarred and deformed. Come on. We need that Palpatine. We need a definitive Senate coronation scene Palpatine in the vintage collection. The death of the Republic is such a chilling, famous scene in Revenge of the Sith. And I think we absolutely need that Palpatine. At number 14 for me is yet another Palpatine. This time, his Senate duel appearance. Um, The existing figure that we have of the Senate duel Palpatine is essentially a salt shaker with very minimal articulation in the arms. I think he has like swivel elbows and like swivel wrists. And it's just a terrible figure. I mean, it is when we talk about salt shaker figures, that is like the definition of a salt shaker figure. It is a terrible figure. Um, and that's such a dynamic, action-packed scene, you know, between Palpatine and the four Jedi and ultimately Mace Windu. I mean, that's just such an incredible scene in Revenge of the Sith. And I would really love to get a definitive office duel Palpatine. I think we're long past time. We're coming up on 20 years since that movie came out, and we still don't have a definitive figure from that scene. So uh, there's actually several Revenge of the Sith figures on my list because I made this year's list with 2025 in mind. In other words, the 20th anniversary of Revenge of the Sith. You know, Hasbro always talks about sort of an 18-month turnaround on developing all new figures. And so with that in mind, if I put these on my list this year in 2023, then potentially I could influence 2025. Anyway, that was just my train of thought on this. Feel free to disagree. At number 13 is the Galactic Marine. Now, you know I love my Marines. Ra, Simplify. Uh, the Galactic Marine was also on my list last year at number 24 on my list, but this year has been bumped up significantly again to number 13. Uh, I think this is really the year to try to push to influence Revenge of the Sith 20th anniversary. So 
He's definitely bumped up higher in my list this year. At number 12, for all the same reasons, is the 41st Elite Core Swamp Trooper. Now, this figure is equally as ancient as the Galactic Marine at this point. Both of them have not been released with an all-new figure in a very long time. Uh, the Galactic Marine articulation is very bad. He falls over all the time. And the 41st Elite Core Swamp Trooper, as seen in the Battle of Kashyyyk, the camouflage scout trooper, bark trooper looking dudes, uh, have similar problems. They have The articulation works a little bit better for them, but uh, both figures are very old at this point. And I think both figures would sell really, really well with an all new definitive figure. I would army build the heck out of both of them. So uh, last year he was number 23. This year, again, he was bumped up very significantly to number 12 on my list. At number 11, we have Kiati Mundi. Now, the existing Kiati Mundi that we have is not great. Once again, he's got swivel elbows. It just leaves a lot to be desired in the way of articulation. Uh, I think he's one of those Jedi Masters that absolutely deserves to be immortalized in the vintage collection on that beautiful Kenner-style card back. Uh, he was on my list last year as well at number 20. This year, again, he got bumped up pretty significantly to number 11. All right, now into my top 10. At number 10 comes Count Dooku or Darth Tyrannus. I mean, the community has been very, very loud about wanting Count Dooku in the vintage collection uh, for quite some time now. And as you'll remember, last year he was seated at number one going into the tournament and uh, did quite well until he was knocked out by Pre Vizsla, if my memory serves me correctly. Uh, Pre Vizsla knocked out a lot of dudes and went a lot further than a lot of people anticipated. But anyways, Count Dooku is very much wanted by people in the community. Uh, he absolutely needs to be in the vintage collection. It's it's just a glaring, shocking omission that after all this time, I mean, we're almost 300 figures into the vintage collection at this point, and there's no Count Dooku in the vintage collection. I mean, it's just, it boggles the mind. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, he was also on my list as well at number 13 last year. Uh, this year he's number 10. So once again, he got bumped up a little bit. At number nine is Dryden Voss from Solo, a Star Wars story. Once again, another main villain that does not exist in the vintage collection and doesn't exist at all in figure form, not even in 5PUA, which, as we know, doesn't count anyway. But the fact remains, 3.75 does not have a figure of Dryden Voss at all. He's the main villain of one of the Star Wars movies. I mean, it, there, there was a time when, you know, you could walk into a Walmart or target and always find a Darth Maul on the pegs or always find a Darth Vader on the pegs. And now the main villain of movies are just an afterthought. I mean, you'll notice on my list, there's a lot of villains missing. Um, it's, it's a problem in the vintage collection that needs to be addressed. So that brings us to number eight, Maul from Solo, A Star Wars Story. 
Uh, obviously a realistic interpretation, not the hologram version. Uh, but I think that Crimson Dawn Maul would be a super cool figure. Everybody wants Crime Lord Maul in their collection. Let's be serious. Super awesome figure. Super awesome character. Mind-boggling that we don't have him in the vintage collection yet. Uh, he was on my list last year as well. Another repeat character at number 11 last year. This year he's number 8. So he also got bumped up this year. Number seven on my list is the Imperial Snowtrooper. Uh, last year, he came in at number 10 on my list, so he did receive a bump as well. We need absolutely an all-new definitive Snowtrooper in the Vintage Collection. Not a retool of the old Vintage the Saga Collection figure. We need an all-new Snowtrooper of equivalent quality and articulation to you know the a new hope stormtrooper that just came out with the rocker ankles the whole shebang barbell hips all that good stuff soft goods comma never ever ever plastic commas we should have left those behind a long time ago but can you imagine a snowtrooper of equivalent quality i mean i would buy like a hundred of them i swear i really would at number six is the client from the Mandalorian. Now, it, it really perplexes me that we don't have this figure in the vintage collection because Hasbro has made a very deliberate effort to build out and world build that entire scene for the season finale of, you know, the Mandalorian and season one. We've got the Navarro Cantina. We've got the Stormtrooper with the E-Web Cannon. We've got the Imperial Troop Transport. We've got the Incinerator Trooper and the Flame Effects and Grogu. You know, we have all these critical components to that scene, except the client, who, if memory serves me correctly, died just prior to that action sequence in the cantina. Come on, Hasbro, what are you waiting for? We need the client to complete that scene desperately. At number five in my list this year is the fifth brother from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, the fifth brother didn't do a lot in the show, much to my dismay, but he's a character that we've seen before in Rebels. I love the Inquisitors. I think they're super cool, and I need a definitive fifth brother in my collection because the only existing one that we have is an animated five POA figure. So it is both animated and five POA. So it super doesn't count. It like extra double doesn't count. Hashtag five POA is not okay. Number four, the Grand Inquisitor. Of course, of course. First introduced in Rebels, the Grand Inquisitor absolutely needs to be in the vintage collection. The Black Series got him. We need him too. At number three, and this one is for my good buddy Carlo, at TX Carlo, we have the second sister from Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, that's right. We still want this figure, even though she's dead and definitely not coming back for Jedi Survivor. We still want her in the vintage collection. The Black Series got her. We want her too. She is an immensely popular video game character. Uh, villain and inquisitor that everybody wants, most people want. If you don't want her, I don't know what's wrong with you, but 
fix your tastes because she's super cool. Trilla is awesome. This one's for you, Carlo. Number three on my list. Still super Wanner Hasbro. She's still super relevant. We haven't forgotten about her. At number two in my list is Supreme Leader Kylo Ren from The Rise of Skywalker. He came in at number five for me last year. This year, he's number two. It is truly baffling that of the meager figures that we got from The Rise of Skywalker, the handful of figures that we got, we did not get the main villain of the movie and arguably the entire sequel trilogy, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. But we got Zori Bliss and we got A One Night of Ren. I mean, honestly, who makes these decisions? Terrible, terrible decisions. We need Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. Absolutely need him in the vintage collection. Uh, This is the third year in a row that he has appeared on my list. Take a hint, Hasbro. At number one is Sith Eternal Palpatine from The Rise of Skywalker. Now, I know this is a contentious one. A lot of people, you know, didn't like Palpatine coming back. Personally, I, I can understand that because of, you know, Anakin Skywalker's legacy and fulfilling the prophecy and all that. I totally understand that. But I love me some Darth Sidious and I love me some Ian McDiarmid. And for me, Palpatine coming back was the best part of the sequel trilogy. And, you know... Palpatine was obsessed with immortality and living forever and cheating death. So to me, it makes perfect sense that Palpatine would return from the dead like this and have a contingency for contingencies and find a way to come back and attack the galaxy one more time. I think that's very much in keeping with Palpatine's character. Just my opinion. I see both sides of it, but I love his appearance in that movie with the the black and crimson robe, I think it's super cool. And I have this super awesome Sith throne thing, this custom piece on my shelf, who's just missing this critical component. I have all these Sith troopers and all these Sith jet troopers flanking this awesome giant stone, you know, Sith throne. I gotta have my Palpatine. I need more cowbell. I mean, I need my Palpatine, okay? Seriously, Hasbro, please make this one happen. Now, before I sign off, I will just say one thing, and that's if you know me, you know that Grand Admiral Thrawn is my favorite character, well, one of my favorite characters, and my number one most wanted figure for the vintage collection. Uh, And you'll notice that he is conspicuously absent from my list. Uh, That was intentional. And it's not because I don't want that character anymore. I absolutely do, along with a number of other Imperial officers like General Veers and Director Krennic. Director Krennic is a big one. I absolutely still want those characters, but I have to pay attention to our own rules uh, in this tournament. We are asking people to list all new figure wants, newly tooled from the ground up. And Admiral Piet is coming soon. As we know, that is going to be a completely newly tooled Imperial officer figure that they can now retool and hopefully 
put out Grand Admiral Thrawn and Director Krennic with minor retooling and many other Imperial officers that we all want to see. So in the spirit of following the rules, I intentionally did not put any Imperial officers on my list, but that doesn't mean that I don't want them. It just means I'm following the directions. So have you submitted your top 25 list yet? If you haven't, there is a wealth of places to do so. You may do so on the at SWTVC Instagram page in the pinned post, meaning the post that is in the top right, excuse me, the top left of our grid uh, of posts on our page. If for whatever reason you're listening to this, but you don't have Instagram, then there's a myriad of other places where you can submit your list. You can submit it on the TVC Facebook group. You can submit it at banthaskull.com, jeditemplearchives.com. Tim from Boss Bounty on YouTube made a video and encouraged people to drop lists on YouTube. Uh, Victoria's Cantina, uh, she made a post on Instagram inviting people to to put their lists there. Um, Yakface did the same. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing some other ones. But anyway, the point is, There's a lot of different options for submitting your list. Make sure that you submit your list to make your choices heard. We want to hear what you want, and we want to represent as many people when we're compiling this data in the community as we possibly can. Don't forget the rules. Remember, we are trying to seek the community's most wanted all-new figure from the ground up. That's always the goal of SWTVC March Magnus, to seek an annual champion for the community's most wanted all-new tooled figure. So that's the first rule. The second rule is no repacks, repaints, or retools of any kind. Make sure that you submit your list in order of your personal priorities one through 25. So ranking them in order matters because as we've said before, the number correlates to points. So number one on your list will receive 25 points and number 25 on your list will equal one point. And what we're going to do is tally up all the points at the end of January when submissions close and the points will be used to determine who makes it into the top 64, which is the bracket for the tournament. So be very careful when you're selecting your list. Make sure you prioritize them in your personal priority order. Have fun, and I look forward to seeing your lists.